Welcome to our podcast, Redeemed, where we discuss what it means to live the redeemed Christian life and how that should affect the way that we live our everyday life. So thanks for joining us, and let's get to it. Joining us for another episode of Redeemed. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Moses and the Israelites crossing the Red Sea. Uh, the, this is another one that, as we were sitting here discussing it, we've, we do have some questions that eventually we're going to ask God once we finally get, get to heaven. Fact. And uh, some of us would like to like to know if you know God has some kind of replay system that we could actually watch that when we get there to how it actually all played out. Yeah. Cool. So uh, you have what we just talked about. We had all the plagues. We had the final plague, which was the death of the firstborn. Uh, Pharaoh finally, uh, for that instant, has a heart change and decides that the Israelites go. And we we talked about how when they walked out of Egypt that God, uh, they knew without a doubt that it was God who was leading them. Uh, God didn't take them the most direct route, though, to where he was trying to get to them because he was afraid that if he took them the most direct route, they would basically get in a war and that most of his people would turn around and go back. Yep. So he kind of led them in a roundabout way out of Egypt, and which meant they were going to have to cross the Red Sea to kind of set the stage. So what happens? Well, Pharaoh gets upset. He decides he wants his Israelites back because he wants his slave, his slave labor back. Cheap, cheap so, labor. Yep, so he can get stuff done. He decides that that was a bad idea to let them go and that he wanted them back. He gets his chariots and everything ready to go, and boom, away they go. They're chasing after the Israelites. At this point, the Israelites are backed up against the Red Sea. So they've got Pharaoh on one side, and they got the Red Sea on the other. And as you know, most people would be a little anxious at this point. And they were. And they are very anxious. And all of a sudden, they start crying out to Moses, mm-hmm. and they start blaming him for the fact that everything is going on. Because and, and as you follow along the story, you're going to realize they're going to blame God and Moses for a lot of different things the Israelites are. Yeah. Anything ba- blame the person yeah, in charge. A- anything right. that happens, anything bad that happens, it's always Moses' fault. It's not new. And basically, they say, why didn't you just leave us in Egypt? Why did you drag us out here just so we could die right here? And... Uh, then, of course, Moses, being the wonderful leader he is, he turns around and starts crying to God. Okay? Yep. <laughs> and according to what I was reading there in the scriptures, God basically tells him, why are you crying out to me? Turn around, stretch your hands out, mm-hmm. and split the Red Sea. That's right. You heard me. Split the Red Sea. Yeah. I, said, <laughs> like, I said it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Split the Red Sea. Probably. Yeah, that's what I, I mean, that's what's going on here. How do I do that? And, if you, and, and we actually Googled it and looked up on the map. The Red Sea is not a, a small sea. Now, I'm not exactly sure where they crossed over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it seems to me that anywhere along the way, there's quite a bit of water that's going to have to be split. Yeah. And it seems like it took them quite a while to get across. Granted, they were hauling kids and animals and everything else. Cards. They had all of kinds of things. Yeah. And there and there was and there was uh, several hundred thousand, I think, of these that were leaving Egypt. Yep. And so it took a while to get across. And as they're proceeding across, they get to the other side. This is one of those times, again, where I question the decision-making paradigm of Pharaoh. (laughs) Okay? So, at one point there, while they're waiting for the water to be split so they can cross over, God's kind of got it divided so neither one can see the other one. And so they don't know what's going on. Well, after this is all done, the Israelites have begun to cross over. The the sea split, the Israelites cross over. He brings up the barrier. Pharaoh comes in. 
and decides to go across. Yeah. Now we'll to send. <laughs> yeah, and to me, I have questions about that. I would if I was one of the uh, Egyptians. He's like, guys, mm-hmm. let's go. Like, mm-hmm. do you not see the sea that's mm-hmm. just split down the middle? You want us just walk? You think it's just gonna sea? stay like that? Yeah. And that this is and and it's almost like Pharaoh. I don't know. Kind of like I act like it was normal. <laughs> it's like so on a normal basis you just see the split the yeah. sea split open so that you walk across yeah Pharaoh wasn't as impressed by that as he should have been no and, all, and what, what they do they just take off right across after him and they get I don't know how far they get probably halfway or so the Israelites get across and all of a sudden the dry land that they were going on is not there anymore and it becomes mm-hmm. uh, soggy yeah it becomes normal <laughs> yeah and I, and I don't know if you've ever walked out on a sandbar or anything like that there, there are not uh uh, stable. No, you couldn't. It. You wouldn't be able to get carts and livestock. No, no, no. no. <laughs> let alone, you could barely get a person through that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've jumped out there on some sandbars thinking it was going to be uh, a nice and firm, and I've sank up to my knees or further. I've almost lost waders out there uh, fishing at some of the mouths of the river because yeah. of that sediment that's there. It's not something you can just easily walk through. No, 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 no. So the fact that God brought it out so they could cross over, and then all of a sudden this dryness <laughs> is going away, and all of a sudden Pharaoh's chariots and everything get stuck. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, what does what does God do? He just closes the sea back over top of them. Hate to be the first guy that got yep. the chariot stuck. Yep. <laughs> this is this, this is not guys. good. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Wait, this was supposed to be dry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And so, of course, they close the water over top of the Egyptians, and there are no more uh, Pharaoh and his army. <laughs> and uh, one of the things that interests me there, too, is he said, uh, God said that not only would the Israelites know that he was God, but the Egyptians would know that he is God. Yeah. And that he's going to get the glory from that as well. Which you would have thought would have been recognized when they first pulled up and they saw the sea split maybe that's enough yeah. that hey we can recognize that this isn't normal yeah. let's just let those guys go uh-huh. no. <laughs> it should be pretty clear and I wonder how the rest of the Egyptians felt about going head first into the yeah. parted sea you know what was I mean? anybody like wait a minute yeah, did anybody step back and think maybe this isn't the best idea we've ever had <laughs> maybe this guy's doing this kind of out of anger yeah <laughs> <laughs> Anchor does not make you good make good decisions. <laughs> no, no, I'd be uh, question questioning my leadership at that point. Uh-huh. At that point. But what I want us to pull, what us understand is that you really can't put God in a box. Uh, as Christians, I believe sometimes we try to do that, and I want and I say that because we try to do it from the aspect of well, if I go to church and do these few things, I've accomplished what needs to be done according to what needs to be done for God. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. That's not how it works. You nope. can't put God in a box and say these are the things I'm going to do. God will tear that box up and chew it up and spit it out. Okay. Right about time you think you got to figure it out. Yeah. God is going to do things His way when He wants to, how He wants to. And part of it is, like we talked in the previous podcast, he can see things that we can't possibly see or understand. He lives outside our time realm, outside our physical realm. The laws of nature and things that apply here don't apply to him. Not right. even a little bit. Right. Because he he can see past, present, and future. He can see it all. I mean, it's it. I don't even understand it. It'll be one of those things that will be pretty awesome to see once we get to, right. once we get to heaven. Can't put God in a box. And I think one of the greatest mistakes we make as Christians is we try to put him in a box. Mm-hmm. 
And when we try to put him in a box, we're not living the redeemed Christian life like we should. Does that make sense? Agreed. And so we have to be careful that we're not trying to make God fit what we think he should be, but we're actually looking at God as the way he is. Got it. And when you see things like him split the Red Sea and these Israelites walking across on dry land, you understand the power and just the magnitude of who God is. Okay? It blows our mind. <laughs> yeah, especially, yeah. And so as Christians, we need to understand that we need to work within his frame, not ours. And no matter what the what what obstacles we come across, if we're doing what the Lord wants us to do, he is going to create the way for us to accomplish that. Okay? Mm-hmm. He was going to get his Israelites to freedom. Now, he didn't do it the way they expected. <laughs> no, at nobody all. expected that. But he accomplished it. And he got them there, and it accomplished his goals. So we really just need to be aware of the goals that he has and try to and try to help him accomplish those. Indeed. Okay? As redeemed Christians, don't put God in a box. Let him truly be the creator of the universe. Understand there is nothing impossible for him. He doesn't function within our, our physical laws, mm-hmm. and he can do whatever he wants. And we just need to make sure that we get on his side and follow him. And get out of his way. And get out of his way. Thanks for joining us. And remember, you can connect with us in person every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 9.45 a.m. And online with Instagram and Facebook. And the daily Bible readings are on the website, eastcastlebaptistchurch.com. Once again, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time.